Welcome to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't, a podcast dedicated to helping you create the relationship you truly want. And now, here's your host, licensed psychotherapist, Rhoda Mills-Summer. Trust Demands a Softening in Attitude, Episode 33. If you're curious about how to create deeper trust, how to go forward when there's been trouble, what contributes to trust? This is the episode for you. Anger requires a hardening of attitude, a belief that you've been done wrong. It's way so easy to blame someone else and avoid looking at your own dark side. It's so simple to point the finger at someone else and ignore the complexity of problems as the responsibility of both people. Even if the division of responsibility is 1090 or 2080 or 3070, there are still two parts. It's just that we all adore the role of the innocent and don't want to look at our own part. Growing up is honestly facing hard things. Our culture is not very grown up. We deflect and avoid and pretend so much that truth doesn't really matter. I was on the phone today with someone who felt betrayed. And by the end of the conversation, I had her thinking about how she had betrayed herself. It's so easy to adore our own expectations. There are little darlings of how things should be instead of facing the more painful reality of how things are. Trust builds on truth. Truth always lies in between people. No one owns a corner on the market of truth. Wounds are exaggerated and nourished to create a very distorted picture, our picture, the one that we are very self-righteous about. And we silently hoard our version of what happened because we are filled with self-interest. It's hard to give up the investment we have in our wounds. That is what leads to patterns of disconnection in relationships. Patterns of disconnection eat away at trust like the ocean erodes the beach. There are two parts to being able to dig out from under a pattern of disconnection. Number one, think about the two of you not just yourself. And number two, have some imagination about what could be right about the other person's point of view. In my mind, having a more open attitude that embraces the idea that two opposite points of view can both have truth at the same time is not too much to ask. Truth means you are willing to give your partner the benefit of the doubt, to seriously consider the value of their point of view. You have to be interested and willing to soften 
in order to repair and restore real contact with each other. Trust is something you have to work at over time. Disconnection can have a strange comfort to it. Have you ever experienced that? Something that you do that's weird, but it's comforting. When you add fuel to disrespect and make disrespect ordinary in your relationship, you are saying, yes, this is who we are, period. Interrupting bad patterns and changing means that you have to give up your need to win and your need to be the top dog, your need to be right. Interruption of the bad habits of contempt requires being disgusted that mistreatment has become ordinary. When you develop hard edges with someone you love, they're usually almost always about self-protection. The patterns of self-protection are so easily established. Ask yourself, is self-protection really necessary? Interrupting these patterns and habits is very hard to accomplish. If you want to make contact or connect with someone else, you must decide that self-protection is not as useful as you had originally thought and opt instead to be more vulnerable. Trust means being less self-protective. Vulnerability is a requirement of trust in relationships. Vulnerability can be really difficult to achieve in relationships because it means softening and being more open. Stop and consider how rare it is to hear people apologize, admit they were wrong, or to hear someone be honestly remorseful. If you want to learn more about vulnerability, I suggest you find the two videos with Brene Brown that I have on my website, therapyideas.net, on the perfectionism and vulnerability page. We do not live in a world that makes it easy to be vulnerable, and it is an important quality to own and explore within yourself. Resentments that are unspoken and that have piled up are a part of hardening. Hurts that have been silently stashed and stored up like a squirrel collecting nuts for the harsh winter ahead. Resentments and unexpressed hurts are shortcuts to trouble and destroy trust. Another shortcut to trouble is one partner telling the other partner how they feel instead of giving the partner the respect of asking. You're mad. I know you are. Is very different than saying, I'm afraid you might be mad. Is that true? I can't tell you how many times I've interrupted that disrespectful pattern in my office. You have to exchange the pleasure of certainty. I know how you feel to curiosity. How do you feel? 
Can you hear the more respectful boundary in those two statements? I know how you feel. How do you feel? I had a couple that got into problems over ice cream. He was being very matter-of-fact that, yes, they had both eaten the ice cream. She wanted him really to just understand how disappointed she was that the ice cream was gone. She got surprised by it being gone, and surprise often makes things worse. He got stuck in his own logical point of view. What's the big deal? The ice cream is gone. Instead of using his imagination to see her more accurately, that she was disappointed. In couples work, I'm constantly using my imagination for both people in order to help them see each other more accurately. We are tired after a long day or haven't had a minute to ourselves, and it can be so easy to erase each other, which is the opposite of really seeing and understanding our partner. Ugliness between people becomes more casual when we give up trying to see each other and dismiss what's important to those we are supposed to love. Trust means working to really see each other. As Marsha Turbiner said in my last episode and my first interview, love is an action verb. So do the hard work of trying to really understand someone else's point of view. Offer your partner your curiosity. What are they feeling instead of your harsh disapproval that decides their point of view just doesn't matter? Consider what contributes to a softer attitude that builds trust and what doesn't build trust. Curiosity is softer than the hardening stance of disapproval. I went to a great play called Blind Date in Toronto. And in that, she talked about one of the audience members who'd been involved in their play. And the wife came backstage and immediately started being critical and disapproving. And the playwright said that they all experienced that moment with her backstage as, oh my gosh, dump this woman. She's a terrible partner. So that hardening stance of disapproval is too easily acquired. And you need curiosity, which is softer instead. Communication is softer than the hard distance of unspoken wants. Asking is softer than telling someone who they are. Trying to understand someone else is softer than the hard belief system of self-protection. Openness to two points of view is softer than needing to win and be right. Vulnerability is softening instead of the harshness of collecting resentments. Imagination about how an opposite point of view can have value is softer than self-righteousness. 
my challenge for you today is to evaluate how often do you soften and turn towards each other? And how often do you harden and turn away from each other? Trust is going to build on curiosity, communication, asking, understanding, openness, vulnerability, and most importantly, imagination about your partner. So grade yourself on these qualities. Which ones do you personally need to improve? Frankly, I'm not sure of the topic for the next episode. If you have a suggestion, let me know at therapyideas at gmx.com. This podcast is now also an app that can be found under relationship advice on both Androids and iPhones. How about a mission? Are you up for doing something a little invasive? All right, here's what you're going to do. You're going to take someone's phone, preferably someone you know and like, and you're going to subscribe to them to this podcast, What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't. If they have no clue what the heck a podcast is, then you teach them or download the app. They'll thank you for the rest of their lives, and so will I. Thank you for listening to What Healthy Couples Know That You Don't. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes and help get the word out. To learn more or connect with Rhoda, visit therapyideas.net.